everybody, Dr. Axe here. I've got a couple of incredible guests here today. It's the Almost 30 Ladies. And today we're gonna be talking about toxic emotions, how to overcome those. We'll talk about your skincare, some natural things you can do to beautify your skin. I'm gonna talk about the latest wellness trends. We'll talk about silent retreats, how sounds can actually affect our health and emotions, different sorts of trends that are terrible and some that are great that you may wanna follow. We'll also be talking about being present and connecting with people and really the healthy lifestyle changes and daily routines Krista and Lindsay follow all coming up on today's episode of the Dr. Axe Show. Let's go. Everybody, Dr. Josh Axe here. Welcome to the Dr. Axe Show. Today, I have two guests with me that I am super excited to have in town. Lindsay and Krista, they are known as the Almost 30 Girls, Women. Yes. Just Almost all 30, of yeah. all of them. <laughs> and uh, and I'm excited to have you guys here today. We're so, so excited. So we got a couple Midwesterners with me. I grew up in Ohio. I know Krista grew up in Ohio. Mm-hmm. We got Lindsay here from Pennsylvania. Today, we're going to be talking about fitness. We're going to be talking about nutrition and hearing a little bit of their personal stories. And one of the things I love so much about you guys is you guys have done such an amazing job of, I think, being accessible to your audience, being transparent and really being real. I mean, that's one of the things I can appreciate so much about uh, what you guys teach is because a lot of times, you know, I'll have doctors on the show and people who are really knowledgeable. uh, And sometimes the things are very, um, uh, you know, that they are uh, sometimes difficult. And the thing I love about you guys is really being able to share your personal mission, the struggles you guys have had as well. And we're going to get into that today. Uh, But excited, excited to have you guys here. Thank you. We're so pumped. And I think being from Ohio, like you, it really helps you to to have that. You know, I know nothing but being really honest and upfront and our Midwest roots really provide that. So we're really excited to be here. We had such a great interview with you on our show. It was one of our most popular interviews. We talked about keto, hormone health. All right. So one of the things I wanted to start off talking about is trends. So I know, and I, and I see weekly, especially on Instagram, I follow you. Uh, you guys are always posting. You, saying, <laughs> you guys are always posting. You guys cover a lot of different trends and see a lot of the different trends out there. I'd love to hear from you guys most recently. What are some of the trends that you guys are in love with and some trends you're saying, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's it or I'm not buying in. Totally. The thing about being in LA, it's so funny. We are bombarded with every single trend, both exercise, nutrition, lifestyle, what have you. And it's quite overwhelming. So we like to be the guinea pigs in a sense where we'll try anything, but we also want to be really honest about what works for us and what works for us might not work for everyone. So right now, um, I'm I'm coming off of being a fitness instructor for many years, overworking my body, having my adrenals completely shot. So I am loving a really slow, intentional workout. So that means walking, um, yoga, Pilates, and uh, heavy lifting. I really like just, it's almost like it's meditative in a yeah. way. And my body is responding really, really well, which I didn't expect because doing overdoing cardio for many years I was scared not to do that worried that my body would uh I would gain weight or whatever and and it's been really nice to see that I can be slow intentional and strong at the same time and get the results that I want and then in terms of nutrition I don't I don't like to follow any particular diet I've been trying to be just intuitive about what my body needs and that does change. So I am mainly plant-based, but I do eat meat and I listen to my body when I need it. Um, so, you know, the, the carnivore diet, 
kind of scares us in a way. I don't really know. I don't know if that's going to be good in yeah. the long run yeah. because I know how I feel when I eat a ton of meat consistently and it's really hard for my my body in particular to process. So um, that's something I'm just staying away from, but I've always felt really good being mainly plant-based. It just feels really clean and clear to me and Chris is a vegan, so it's really helped to you know learn from one another and when we're on the road, we're plant-based. So I stick I stick to that. For the most part. So, 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 yes to you love the plant-based movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not a huge fan of the just, you know, eating pure meat all the time sort of yeah, I, I, plan. I yeah, I definitely have, you know, red meat probably once a week. And then I'll have like wild fish twice yeah. a week. And then uh, plant-based the rest of the time. And that feels good to me. Although I am still learning because I think... There are some parts of my diet routine where I'm under eating a little bit and I don't realize it and not getting enough animal protein. Sure. So I, I'm learning in real time what that means for me. Yeah, I love the intuitive eating and listening to your body. And I think that's something to where at first that can be hard. Uh, but over time, I think as you see what works for you, you know, that's the thing I, I feel so strongly about is there's not one diet for everybody. Um, and I think being able to listen to your body and your individual needs, and sometimes that's being intuitive and listening to your body. Sometimes having, whether it's an acupuncturist or somebody who knows or can tell, Hey, you're a little deficient in this, or Hey, you need to eat some blood building foods, or we need to get a little bit more B vitamins or whatever it is. But I I still, I think I wish everybody was more intuitive and about what they're, Mm -hmm. they're, they're eating. And, you know, sometimes I think I look at this, like sometimes when people are craving sweet, it's your body saying, I need some cinnamon and sweet potatoes. It's not ice cream, but you know, if you're (laughs) conscious and smart, like you are and saying, my body's saying I need something sweet, but I'm going to do there's healthy forms of sweet that I know my body's actually telling me, then it really works, especially when you guys are educated and as smart as you are. So I love that. It's yeah. great. How about you, Krista? Yeah. And for me, um, living in LA has been interesting because I am very trend-based normally. So when I was in Chicago and living in New York, I found myself following most of the trends that were happening, whether that was high-intensity workouts, trying keto for a little bit. Um, being vegan, I've been for a long time. We have friends that, you know, someone just told me the other day she's doing bee sting therapy for hormone balancing. So she's keeping bees at her house and going to sting herself to balance her hormones. So we are just, we have so much access to all these crazy things. And at the beginning, I would do things and share them very quickly with our community. But I realized that I need to be much more thoughtful and intentional with what I'm sharing. So now after, you know, probably a period in time where I was sharing about something too soon before fully vetting it, Mm. um, there was like a, a center we were going for body work. And we started to share a little bit too quickly about the benefits and it being uh, really great for us before fully going through the programming. Mm. And with that, I really realized that we need to be really thoughtful and intentional because we do have a responsibility to our audience as much as that can be frustrating at times that everyone's watching you and what you're doing. I really take that personally. So now I have to really go through the trend, think about it, feel it, do it before I share it with people. Um, But some of the things I'm really liking and what I've noticed as far as it relates to the trends is my focus now is really knowing myself and really just getting in tune with who I am, being a soul within a body, and then whatever trends I'm attracting or whatever practices I'm doing within my life are so much easier and clearer. It just makes my path with, you know, so many things going on in L.A. 
like easier to navigate. And then I'm more able to clearly communicate that to our audience. Um, I did a silent retreat two weeks ago for five days. Um, That's going to be a trend soon. People are going to be doing silent retreats where they're detoxing off their phones, where they're silent, where they don't have any social media soon. So I feel like that was a trend that I did two weeks ago that will be happening across, you know, the next couple weeks. I love that trend. You know, again, we, we look at, uh, I was interviewing a guy named uh, Dr. Alejandro Younger, and the guy, the guy's a great, uh, you guys may know him, he's out in LA, and uh, him and I were talking about this in terms of toxicity, not just the toxicity of environmental pollutants and household toxins and skincare products and all the toxins that our food supply. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of sources, but the toxicity of uh, negative emotions and the toxicity of even things from mobile devices, you know, when we're flipping through, you know, I I actually did this recently um, on Instagram and I haven't, I don't think I uh, just, I haven't talked to my team as much about this, but like personally, like when I'm flipping through Instagram, like for me, it's not healthy for me to be, I'm just being real transparent, like looking at half naked people, it's not something I want to do. So I muted a lot of people uh, that, hey, are in the industry. And I understand why, hey, maybe my team and other people, we followed them over the years because, hey, they're in the health and fitness industry, but I unfollowed them. I started following actually a lot more people where it's a lot more, um, spiritual and mental positivity and really just looking at what am I putting in myself? What am I exposing myself to on a regular basis? But the term of, you know, what you were, what you were talking about too, retreats of silence and unplugging from technology. I mean, it's, it's so powerful, you know, and you guys have probably read about, uh, you know, Bill Gates and, and, and some other people, they have their kids like do fast from technology. So anyways, I I just love that. So great. Yeah. It was one of the most powerful things because, I didn't realize how much my life is really just consuming. You know, I'm in my email all the time. My phone is pure consumption, all input in. And there wasn't a period in time where I stopped all the inputs. And that's even related to what you were talking about, toxins in the food, EMFs, being in nature. You know, there was a lot that was released outside of just social and inputs related to work that I was able to really clear and just kind of dig in deep. So it was just really powerful. And, you know, even if people can take a break from social for a few days, it really does matter. I think, you know, people kind of have the diet mentality with it where they can take a break off the weekend. You know, they're not going to be on the phone for two days. And it, it, you know, over time, if we're on our phone for the rest of our life, it can be challenging. But I think it does help in the end, you know, with your body mentally, physically and emotionally. And I think getting over that hump of because two days can be cool over a weekend, you're a little bit distracted with more um, fun activities. But if you can challenge yourself, I think, you know, what you did at the retreat or even during the week where you get over that hump where that you have that feeling of, oh, my God, like, why do I feel the need to go back on there to fulfill what? And it just becomes a time of self-reflection, you know, Mm. where you can really ask yourself, like, what am I getting when I go on? What am I not getting? What is it taking away from me? It's, it's a really beautiful opportunity to plug into other things. So if you're feeling like maybe my relationships need a little more love, maybe connecting with nature would really fill me up. So plugging into that, almost like that, that other grid, you know, that we don't really think about that much. That really is where we come from. You know, we don't, we weren't born out of technology, right? Like, yeah. Unless I guess you're a little IVF baby, mm-hmm. but it's like we were born of this earth and nature. So I think reconnecting with that has been so, so beneficial and healing for us um, because it's a part of our job to be plugged in. 
So it's really nice to balance it out. Mm. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think about this. Uh, Chelsea and I have a have a. Uh, we'll visit. We'll go down to Florida. We have a, a place down there with her parents, and um, it's right by the beach. And so, you know, there's something about, and I think everyone's experienced this. You know, anytime we get there, the first thing we do is we go down the ocean and we just walk on the sand and listen to the ocean waves. And you can tell just something for your soul and something for your emotional and mental state. It's just soothing. You know, it's a similar thing. Like if you go out and walk in nature and just listen to the, you know, whether it's the birds or the bugs chirping and that sort of thing. But and it's interesting. I don't, you know, I don't know if you guys have, uh, I'm sure you guys have probably had people on your podcast before maybe talking about this, but even the f- frequencies of, uh, of sound, you know, there's different frequencies such as theta, which is more sort sort of relaxing, and you know, we know we've got uh, delta and some others, which is sort of like our our REM sleep. Anyways, all that being said, but the sound waves made of rain and the sound waves of the ocean are similar in terms of they're getting you in this more of the state of this calm state. It totally drops your stress hormones and your cortisol. So I just love this, you know, this this uh, this, this this actually of all the trends that we're probably talking about, it's the one that I get most excited about uh, because. Because I think from a standpoint of somebody being able to heal as well, almost any physical illness, it's a it's, it's a really powerful treatment. Yeah. And I think the importance, too, is accessibility. You know, I'm hopeful that people live in a space where they could have access to nature, where they can get outside. You know, there's a lot of people that are listening in cities. We live in a big city in L.A., but we do make it a point to try our best to get in nature as much as we can. And when we think about trends And that, you know, we now think about, too, the accessibility of those trends to people. So for a period in time, we went through um, or I personally went through where I was doing trends that were more expensive and they probably weren't accessible to a lot of our audience. You know, expensive classes, expensive treatments, expensive healers, whatever. And now we've really gone through that period and we've stripped it down to things like clean water. Everyone can have really, really high quality, clean water being in nature. I'm hopeful people can, you know, get their feet in the ground, have their negative ions pulled out of their feet, hear the beautiful sounds that are healing in nature, get the air, fresh air, all of that. And meditation, which is also free that they can do. Um, And there's just things that are really important to basic health that are seem kind of like they're not trends, but they're really the most important things and are foundational to our health. Mm. Yeah, one, of, one of the things that I would love to hear from both of you, because I think that anytime there, there's, there's ways different people learn, you know, sometimes it's through facts. Sometimes it's through, uh, learning themselves. Sometimes it's learning through other people. And so I know specifically, you know, you Lindsay, and we can jump into, into you, Krista as well, but we'd love to hear from you guys maybe an experience you guys had or something you learned that maybe can, you know, we can communicate this to the audience in terms of what is a health battle or mental battle that you've overcome in the past, whatever, whatever it is, five years. And how did you overcome that? Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, I was teaching fitness for about five years. Um, I started in New York and New York was a place for me where I always felt depleted. So I was bartending at night uh, until 4 a.m., five days a week. And then I would get a few hours of sleep, wake up to audition for whatever I was auditioning for. And I wasn't getting enough sleep. I was drinking a lot. Um, I wasn't nourishing my body with foods that, you know, would give me energy and heal my body. And I was engaging in relationships that really weren't good for my soul. So I was feeling very disconnected in a city that was really chaotic. And so um, 
I found SoulCycle, and that did give me somewhat of a purpose and path, but it continued to wreak havoc on my body. So I was still drinking. I was not nourishing my body. And then on top of that, I was teaching 15 classes a week. Um, And so what started to happen was this breakdown started with uh, my voice. I lost my, I developed vocal notes. So when you splash alcohol (laughs) on your vocal nodes and you, you know, dehydrate and poison your body, uh, something's going to happen, especially if you're on top of that screaming in SoulCycle or talking to people over loud music at a bar. And then my skin started to freak out as well. So, um, you know, that was a combination of lack of sleep. Hormones were all over the place. And so I just, I I was searching for answers and not really tuning into my body. So the big lesson overall is, is I started to tune into my body. And that started to happen when I moved out to L.A. And I do think SoulCycle moved me out to L.A. to kind of tie that together. But I... I was able to find more space and actually hear what I needed. And it wasn't about asking other people and, you know, doing the programs and all of this. Although I did, you know, bring in, you know, holistic doctors and things like that. But I really tuned in and the message was so clear. It was about simplifying. It was about recovery. It was about, uh, you know, lessening the intake of alcohol was a huge, huge piece. And naturally, I healed my voice. If you listen to early episodes of our podcast, I didn't have a voice. And then I started to heal my voice. And it's completely changed my life because I sing. So it's a part of me. And so yeah. I lost that wow. for a long time. And then, um, you know, with Soul Cycle, I did teach for four years, but. I was able to tune in and understand how to eat around my workouts and how to recover. I I recover when I'm alone. So I was teaching to a lot of people and around a lot of people all the time. So I needed to understand and accept that I get energy from being alone, being in nature, taking that time by myself so that I can give more when I'm with other people. And for a long time, I, w- I thought that was weird and I thought I should be more social in that way. But it's really just who I am. So um, it was a really it was cool because I saw my body respond. I stopped holding on. I was never overweight, but I would hold on to little pockets of fat, I guess you would call it, because my body was so stressed out. Mm-hmm. And it was like, are you going to take care of me? Because I'm going to hold on to this if you don't. Yeah. Like, what's happening? I don't know what your next step is going to be. So it was it was a matter of, you know, slowing down, recovering, um, knowing what's best for my body, listening to my body, and um, really just telling my body that it's okay, giving it yeah. things to that were predictable enough where it knew it didn't have to be in this like fight or flight mode all the time. Yeah. It's interesting because, and I know we've talked about this before and I'm trying to recall, but I, uh, you know, when I look at you and hear, hear what you're talking about and if I'm diagnosing you in Chinese medicine, it's very much, yeah. you're wired as a wood element. Mm-hmm. And so essentially that means you're very, you tend to be uh, a visionary and a leader and uh, a planner. You like 
planning typically that that's what we'd see and then um what you're discussing it's a lot of liver adrenal issues and you know you 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 heal those areas through adrenals it's taking time off liver it's getting out in nature i mean it's the most healing thing to your liver gallbladder that organ system so anyways i I love hearing that and love hearing that story because i mean so many people today and i'm sure a lot of the people that you guys um are consistently um you know talking to in your audience you know one of the top words that i hear from a lot of especially young women or women in their 20s and 30s is the word overwhelmed you know, overwhelmed, exhausted. Um, I mean, has that been your experience? A lot of people that that uh, that follow you, absolutely. And I feel like we we talk to a lot of our our girls in our community, and it's like they feel the need to keep it together. Mm-hmm. And it's really beautiful when we are able to, you know, create a space to have these conversations because it's almost like they relax and let go and are able to say like. I'm going through this and like they it's like as if they hadn't talked about it to anyone and they and as women I just feel like we we feel the need to nurture and take care of others just intuitively and um, by nature so yeah I and I do think it's affecting us physically for sure yeah and I think we've seen too you know it's been so beautiful to see the entrepreneurial trend rise especially with women but I feel like in a lot of ways, it's now pressuring women to have a full nine to five and then also do something on the side. Yeah. And so I think we've really seen that. You know, that was what I did for two years growing the business. But and it was really unhealthy. But it's 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 a beautiful and amazing thing because you can, you know, pursue your passion and have multiple interests. But sometimes I do find it to be detrimental because women are putting so much pressure on themselves. Yeah, I know. It's a good point. Like I my, my mom growing up. Uh, was a teacher. She taught special ed. At first, she taught phys ed, and then she she moved over and taught special ed. And then she was driving us to soccer and basketball practice. She was cleaning. She made food every night. I mean, I'm kind of like, but it led to my mom to having cancer at 40 years old, hypothyroidism. She was diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome. All, all of these massive health problems over time and eventually diagnosed with cancer again. And then we finally finally said, hey, it's time for a change, mm-hmm. you know, and she started riding horses again, which she loved. She started juicing vegetables. She started, you know, really taking care of herself and, and it saved her life and her health radically changed. And she says she feels better now in her 60s than she does than her 30. But all that being said, I mean, I know because I grew up with that, a mom who was overwhelmed physically exhausted and uh, and that's why I love what you guys do so much too is being able to really speak to women where they're at and some men but also really helping those people um, realize it's okay you know your, your 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 ultimate value in life is not how much money you make and how much fame you have it's about uh, you know how much you're you know loving others and the great relationships you have and there, there, there's there's just so much more than that so I, I love what you guys do yeah i feel lucky too my mom was in the similar gener- you know similar generation and i feel lucky that our generation is kind of turning around on that and looking at self-care looking at slowing down now you know it's still a season of burnout but i feel like we're kind of turning a corner there and we're really prioritizing slowing down rest um, and just taking care of ourselves because I feel so much compassion for my mom's generation and the women of that generation who were told basically you give up your life for your kids, you live for others, you don't take care of yourself, that is selfish. Um, you know, I'll never forget on Oprah years and years and years ago in the 90s, they said something about self-care and everyone in the audience booed because they thought it would be considered selfish if you actually cared for yourself first. So it's just amazing that we have the opportunity now to 
really take care of ourselves and see how beautiful that ripples out into our network and community. Yeah, one of the things, and not to create some controversy here, but just to say this, one of the things I do <laughs> sing is sometimes it's being swung too far in the other direction, yeah. unfortunately. Totally. But but I do, but but I agree with you. There there needs to be the balance. There needs to be that centeredness, which um, it's just hard for people to have, you know. But it's uh, but 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 it's important. So I think when it becomes a chore, like if people are making like we love a self-care checklist but i think like the act of checking off is also feeding that side of you that needs to complete something or i i don't know what that side of you might be but it's an interesting thing to think about because what if it's just more space and time and i think it does fill that need to be doing something always and yeah. we've been really trying to be more intentional about not scheduling every single moment, not having appointments every single day, you know, because I don't know if that's going to be healthy in the long term. I read a great book recently. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the author. The book's called Margin. It's by a medical doctor. Mm -hmm. And he really talks about uh, the health and the benefits of having just margin in your week, which means you don't have something scheduled every second of every day. And he talks a lot about, too, just being a neighbor, like connecting with people around you. Are you having real time of presence and connection with people? Because ultimately, you know, I know for myself in life, and he talks about in the book, is our life's most, most meaningful moments tend to happen, not necessarily when you hey, achieve a certain success. It's when you have something that you experience together with another person. It's this relational thing that happens, an experience you have, you, you have happened with someone else. Mm-hmm. But he just talks about really almost scheduling in time to do nothing or scheduling margin in your life to be able to... Um, yeah, c- connect with others or do or have an adventure. Just do something random. So anyways, it's... Uh, yeah. I yeah. love that. I love that. The neighborly thing too. And I know the... The book on the blue zones, you know, everything about the blue zones, that was something that really surprised me was the emphasis on community and the importance of having that tribal community around you and its benefits on your overall health leading to, you know, being a blue zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, as we, we talked about technology earlier and how disconnected people are from the actual people (laughs) they are around them because of, I mean, hey, you may have a digital relationship with somebody across the country, but you have an actual meaningful relationship with someone who's sitting across from you. But yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Hey guys, Dr. Axe here. If you're someone who's looking to transform the health of your skin, your gut, and actually hit your weight loss goals, I'm so excited to share my new book with you. It's called The Collagen Diet. This book will teach you how collagen helps you maintain and transform every area of your body, especially your hormones, your skin, and your metabolism and gut health. Also, I have a 28-day plan to transform your health. It comes with over 70 delicious recipes, a supplement guide, and goes into ancient remedies to heal. And hey, if you've already purchased the collagen diet, thanks for being on mission with me. And hey, please, and I'd appreciate it if you go on amazon.com and leave your review. Thanks again. I love to hear from you guys now. So what, you guys travel a lot or a fair amount, right? I mean, I know you guys are here in Nashville, which I just love you guys are here. here. It's so great. Um, and uh, you guys put on some events and and like to have fun and travel. H- how do you guys stay healthy when you're traveling? Mm. I think it, this is something that comes and goes. You know, sometimes I find it more challenging than others because 
we're always at events and we're always around treats and amazing things. Um, but I'm kind of just getting in the groove now. And one thing that I've really been prioritizing is walking. So I'm really, yeah. really, really prioritizing walking. Um, I've been getting, you know, my 10K steps recently. And I use that just as a, a general idea and marker of you know, how I'm doing. But when we're on the plane so much, it's so important to stretch and move. And sometimes even in the plane bathroom, I will like jump up and down just to get my blood and my lymph moving a little bit. I'll kind of shake out my body and really just do more of more intuitive movements, even if it looks dumb, even if it looks silly at the airport, in the plane bathroom, when we're on the go um, for my body. And then we have a really good time finding classes wherever we are. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. It's a really great way to experience the community, to be a part of the community, to see you know how everyone interacts. I did a great class this morning and I just felt so much love for all the women that were there and a part of it. And it really gave me just a great taste in my mouth for the people that are here. Now, what, what did you guys do this morning in I Nashville? Did bar three. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. So you guys are in the Gulch yeah. here in Nashville. Yeah. That's a great area. Yeah, we love that. I did bar three, and it was a blast. You know, it was so fun and got my blood moving. And then as a last thing, now I'm just way kinder. You know, I think that there was a real period in time where we would travel and I would always make sure to be traveling to do the hit workouts, to be eating a certain way, you know, whatever. Now that I've let myself really go with the flow as far as doing a workout when it feels good, walking as a priority, eating really well most of the time, it just feels so much better. And I'm able to not focus on it as much and just let myself really be enjoying this because I'm living my dream right now and I need to actually enjoy it. You know, so many people, if they would actually say to themselves what they're doing right now, they'd be so impressed, but they don't enjoy that moment and they're too busy focused on, I shouldn't be eating that food. I should be working out or I should be doing those things. And I'm saying that as someone that has done that for a very long time. So now being at a point in time where I'm trying to be present enough and that's the main priority and then all the other things usually fall into place really beautifully. Wow. And in addition to that, yeah, we we really get our eight hours or more of sleep every single night. Sleep, is yeah, life. it's it, <laughs> sleep is life. Um, no shame in that game because you know it it is a lot of energy to to connect with people in a good way. You know, I, we get just as much back, but I just want to be able to be so present without thinking about how tired I am or have my mind wander. So that that's really been a game changer. And then just creating. You know, I I am a homebody in a sense, but um, just creating that home wherever we are. So that that means, you know, making our morning elixirs, if that, you know, whatever that means uh, yeah. to you, your coffee, whatever. My ancient nutrition. Yes. You know, plug it. There we go. It's honestly my favorite. And it's it's just so it's so beneficial because for me, it's just kind of like a cord that roots me to start the day. And then um you know, wherever we are, I like to do a moving meditation in the morning. So I'll take a walk or I'll be stretching and I'll just put, you know, music that puts me in that state in my ears and just be, you know, I love a slow morning. So if we can make sure we get those eight hours, but wake up early enough before our first scheduled thing, it's the ideal day. Just, I think throughout the day, I look back on that hour or two, I'm like, oh, I had that today. You know, I'm never feeling uh lack if that makes sense um and then we eat plant-based on the road so that's really chris is vegan i'm i'm a dirty vegan she's a dirty vegan yeah i have collagen yeah and honey Mm -hmm. so don't come at me (laughs) don't come at her (laughs) but it it feels really good you know and i think um 
it, it, it provides just a way for us to be super clear in our thoughts and in our intentions and gives us just as much energy. And yeah, I, I really enjoy it. And it's nice to see plant-based mm-hmm. restaurants popping up all over yeah. the country, which is really cool. So it gives us a reason to go out and try those places and and see people hopping on that train because I think it's really important that people are starting to feel better because of the way they're eating. Yeah, I love it. I mean, Ch- Chelsea and I are wired in the same way. We went to New York pretty recently and I- I'm I'm like and probably a little bit overboard, but I love planning. And so, you <laughs> so know, anytime we, any, anytime we go anywhere, I, you know, have, Hey, here's, you know, here's the dinner spots. Here's the lunch spots. Here's where we're going to work out. So like last time, we'll, we'll, the chill one, are you the planner? And she's like the go along. Y- yes. Okay. Yeah. And it. so she, um, so we did like, we did like Equinox one, uh, one day at, as a workout. And then mm-hmm. we did a place in New York. It was some citizens of Chelsea, cool. which is a great plant-based place. Really good. And then we did, uh, um, the ABC Kitchen in Cochina, mm-hmm. which are so mm-hmm. good, and we did yoga the next morning. We went with a couple friends of ours and just had a great time. But it was, I mean, I I love traveling more now than ever because there are so many healthy options. When I first moved to Nashville, this is about maybe twelve years ago, there was nothing. Wow. I mean, it was all like comfort Southern food. I mean, it was bad. And I just ate every meal at Whole Foods Market. I mean, pretty much. I mean, now I mean, <laughs> bar, baby. N- Nashville has become <laughs> such a sort of this like foodie town so many people have moved here from uh la and in texas and some other areas and opened some really cool healthy restaurants at least with some great options so anyways we uh we love it it's just it's just great it's fun being able to travel and you know do your your fitness and food thing and it's it's great yeah it's it's the best and i remember like i don't know about you but i mean when i used to go on vacation or work trips it would be a complete just disaster, mm-hmm. you know, drinking every night, um, always feeling like I needed to recover from something. And it's really nice to kind of be in this place now where the way I'm living and eating is a recovery always. So it, it doesn't, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know why I lived that way for so long, but it was because I was traveling. I'm like, oh, time to go wild. Yeah. And it really was not fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just exhausting. <laughs> it's yeah. exhausting. It's You'd exhausting. come home and like need a vacation yeah. again. Yeah. That's right. And we also, I I don't drink and Lindsay drinks sparingly. So us not drinking really also helps us to be clear. Yeah. And helps us to have energy that's sustained. And I could not do what we do if I was drinking. You know, I stopped drinking six years ago, maybe. And I just, that's when my life really turned around and I was able to really create a life that I love because I wasn't hung over all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing too. you know, looking at, I mean, it's hard to go out and drink and then wake up early and do a soul cycle or a bar three or a school or whatever type of class. I mean, that's, or, or you're exhausted the rest of your day and then you're not able to give your best to the people you're around and it's always hard. So Mm -hmm. I love that. So when you guys are at home Mm -hmm. in LA, Mm -hmm. you guys live close to each other. Are you guys roommates? No, close we're not to each roommates, other, but we live close. We live close. Yeah. What, what, what do your routines look like? Like daily basis, you know, I would love to hear. Do you guys take supplements? Do you guys do? What do you guys have for breakfast? What do you guys do for dessert? I mean, just share. <laughs> share what, what do you guys do? Dessert after every meal. There you go. Um, so I usually get up around 6 a.m. I will wake up and then I will just sit down right away and write down what I'm dreaming about. You know, I don't really necessarily know if it means anything, but it feels good to get it out of my head. Or else I'm kind of thinking about it for the rest of the day and trying to put it all together or make meaning of it. 
And then I write down my gratitude, you know, my five things I'm grateful for. Um, I write down my goals for the day, just three goals that I really want to focus on. And those can be really minute or those can be really, you know, high level. But it just feels really good to just connect with myself in a really um, thoughtful way. I'll meditate for 20 minutes. I just do my own meditation uh, with TM. And then um, I will make my keto matcha. So after that, I make my keto matcha, which I love from you guys. Um, I'll do an almond milk creamer and then a hot water with apple cider vinegar, usually before that, just for digestive purposes. And then after that, I'm usually off to a workout. I'll walk to my workout, and that will be my time after an hour probably being up without my phone, where I'll let myself be on my phone while I'm walking, which isn't necessarily ideal, but it feels really good when I'm moving, kind of going through that. And then I'll have phone time before and after the workout, and then it's pretty much done because we're working for the day. So my phone time is pretty much in the morning and then at night when I allow myself. And then within the month, I have Reiki. I do Reiki once a month, which has been really helpful for my energy and especially for us when we're on the road with so many different people. It's been a really beautiful way for me to have great energetic boundaries and to really balance my energy and understand my energy. Um, And then I do cryotherapy probably once or twice a week. Wow. I love cryo. Um, That has been, I'm really pitta, so the fire, whenever the fire is a little bit too high, um, being very cold has helped with inflammation. It helps with, like, your skin elasticity. I really love cryotherapy. Um, I'll do a sauna maybe once a month and then uh, massage once a month. But for the most part, I really just try and focus on, you know, my daily practice in the morning of connection. Meditation will happen in the morning and then at night. Um, And then just being as present as possible. Cool. I love it. Well, what's your, uh, have you guys taken the Enneagram? Yeah. Just did it. Wait, guess. Guess us. Oh, man. You you, you talk for a minute and then I'll guess (laughs) in a minute. I mean, I would guess, I mean, you are very, um, I mean, there's a good chance you're a one. Mm-hmm. one wing, two, but I don't know for sure. Three, two. Okay, you're a three, two. Mm-hmm. I could see that you being competitive. What are you? I am a eight, seven. Okay. Oh. Wow, that's a lot of numbers. <laughs> yeah. We just actually learned about these and we're just getting into it now. Mm-hmm. Okay, really I love it. Yeah. Fascinating. Um, okay, so for me, I wake up around 6, 6.30, depending. I like to give myself that at least an hour before I have to do something whether it's a workout or meeting um so 6 six thirty, the sun's coming up which I love and then I just I sit and breathe for about five minutes so taking belly chest exhale out the mouth um it it's pretty intense first thing in the morning but I it feels like it wakes me up rather than having to hop in a shower right away I'm not like a morning showerer um So that really wakes me up. And then I like to keep it slow. I'll make my little elixir. I always put um, collagen in there. Your collagen is the best. Um, Not to plug, but hey. Um, So I like to get that that source of protein. And then I'll also have um, like a super greens drink with water. And it depends on the day. Sometimes I'll automatic write. So that's like just kind of asking my higher self or spirit guides or whatever you believe in angels, God, um, a question, you know, anything that's on my heart. And I just write, and it's so funny what comes through. It's, it's me, but not me. 
I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't know that was the answer, you know, and it's it's really beautiful because I think we spend so much time up in our heads and we rarely drop down into our hearts. And I feel like that's what's speaking to me during those times. Um, Or I'll just put on my morning playlist that has a mixture of different songs that just kind of are inspiring or soothing. And I might move and stretch just kind of depends. I just do whatever feels good. And then I'll usually work out around 7.38, and that's either hot yoga, like a hot vinyasa, or um, if I'm feeling really supercharged, um, I'll go box, or I'll do uh, heavy lifting and strength strength training. I'll do the Santa Monica stairs. Um, It just depends. I usually work out according to my cycle. Uh, So say- That's smart. I wish more- yeah, you know, people were educated on that. I think that's such a great thing. Well, the, when I when we found out about that, that changed my whole life. Yeah, like I was doing hit workouts during the week that I was on my menstrual cycle. Yeah, like, not not good. So so bad actually. It, it's like the reverse. It'll reverse a lot of things that you want to accomplish through doing a hit workout. So I noticed that I had so much energy the week after, and yep. it was really cool. Um, and it gave myself permission to slow down during the weeks that I needed. Um, so yeah, I'll do I'll do my workout and it's hard for me to focus sometimes. So I'm really learning why and what that means and so I really thrive when I take short breaks of yes. just looking at the sky. Of I'm wired the same way. Being, you know mm-hmm. and and it's great because Krista's so good at focused work and I really um I've learned so much working with her in that way. But then I've also given myself a little bit of grace being like, hey, do you need to like walk outside for a minute so that you can come back and do better work? Yeah. Or, you know, so so I'm, I'm learning how to do that. And then, you know, when dinner rolls around, it's probably around seven by that time. And, you know, I'm either cooking or I'm going to the Air One hot bar. Um, oh, man. Yeah. I'm actually going to Air, Air, Air One here pretty soon. And uh, the one in Santa Monica. Mm. It's great. It's, it's so great. great. They have that, that cauliflower that they do is like a... Uh, buffalo cauliflower. Bu- bu- oh, my gosh. It's the best. It's so With good. With like a rice flour or Go whatever. Go to L.A. It's That's right. The best. It's it makes Whole Foods. So good. Look bad. <laughs> Irwan is amazing. <laughs> Irwan is one of my favorite health food stores on the planet. Sure? So good. So good. I got... Last time I was there, they did this... Uh, they have like this drink. It's like a lion's mane, you know, yes. coffee or yeah. chagachina. Like all those things they have are so... So darn good. So, mm-hmm. what's your enneagram? Let's see. So, I'm a nine one. Okay. Wow. I was gonna guess <laughs> a one nine actually, but, oh, okay. but you're really? a nine one. Yeah. So, so you don't like is. conflict. Um. You no. you can as a nine. You you, you yeah you, no yeah nines are like no, no I don't want to I don't no, I don't want to be part of yeah I don't like con I don't like conflict and ones are perfect like, and, and, and what are like you're conflict? like I love conflict and and, 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 one, and the ones are the perfectionists. I have a perfectionist inside of me and it shows up in interesting ways. It's not perhaps what you would think. Um, I think it's like that inner perfectionist with always kind of being hypercritical of how I'm operating in the world, not necessarily in the things that I'm doing out here. It's more of like that inner stuff. I get it. I'm I'm obsessed with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So question for, for you both. Chelsea and I talked about this recently. What if you guys could only eat at one fast food restaurant and it was healthy for you mm. for the rest of your life? Mm. What fast food restaurant would you pick? Oh, sure. Ch- <laughs> Chelsea picked, and I've never been to this place. She, her mom grew <laughs> up in Orange wait. County, California, and 
For her, it was In and Out Burger. Oh wow! And That's for me, for me, it was Chick Fil A. But oh, want to hear from yeah. you guys. What what, what 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 do you think? I actually used to get down on Chick Fil A when I lived in Ohio. That's right. That was my spot in high school. I would get the grilled chicken sandwich all the time. Um, that's when I was eating meat. So I actually loved Chick-fil-A and I love I love that they're so kind. I love they yeah. say my pleasure. I love yeah. that they're I just I love the whole vibe. <laughs> um so I might say Chick-fil-A. This is kind of disgusting and I might get judged. I used to love Taco Bell. <laughs> wow. No, I, I know. Man, way to go gross. for it. I know. <laughs> wow. I really I went all way the way. Way to go to, for the cat meat. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so I might say that. Yeah, that's a good I mean wow. In and Out, I felt like is over I love Chelsea, but I feel like it's overrated. Oh, I don't. I've only had the fries, yeah. and I like them. Yeah. We're gonna get comments on both ends. Like, yeah, yeah you're right. There's gonna be a like, few people that are gonna be so gonna be offended. Like, by I you didn't know that. Taco Bell would come on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, I have to say, Burger King. Yeah, I, I used to. My mom would bring us every week, at least once a week, double cheeseburger, no pickle, large sprite, large fry, wow. or wow. BK broiler. With no mayo. Wow. BK broiler. Uh, yeah, I got healthier. I went to the grilled chicken. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I love I love me some Burger King. That was, like, a good memory. Now, yeah, I was thinking about a few others I would have. Do you guys ever go to Long John Silver's? Yes. Oh, wow, no. I mean, again. <laughs> now, Popeyes, the, have you heard the Popeyes biscuits? No. Oh, my gosh. Boston Market? So, so I'll share, and, and not to. So the last time I ate Chick Fil A was I, I I remember I was 21 years old. It was 17 years ago. So it's it's kind of crazy. But uh, I, I, I had a remember. chicken sandwich with waffle fries and I think Polynesian or whatever that sauce is. It was oh that sounds Heaven. really good. Isn't that I always I think about that often because my we never had fast food growing up. My parents were very against it. I remember one time I got a McDonald's burger and I remember where I was, what I was wearing, what I was doing when I ate it, and I was like that is how power that food is in yeah. your brain like you can remember seven years ago eating that food and think people eat it all the time like it is it's a drug like you know yeah. it's just it's so palatable it's like a drug mm-hmm. yeah actually not to correct you 17 17 years and then, ago because people, people were like <laughs> oh and then, and then uh oh the other one my dad and i after after uh like sporting events we'd go to arby's and get five for five oh, wow. and i think now what i'm like that? i ate five <laughs> sandwiches at a time, like we didn't even split. I'm like, I ate five myself. <laughs> oh my God. So my boyfriend Justin, after I was like, you know, our kids aren't going to have fast food, right? You yeah. know, I hope you're okay with it. And he's like, I had the best time having a burger with my dad after the game. We always had a pizza and a burger. And I'm like, you can still be a good dad and not give them fast food after a game, right? <laughs> like you know that. And he like associates like joy of after yeah. games with that food too. I'm like, we're not going to do that. <laughs> it's so great. Mm-hmm. Just so great. so great. But I also think, too, like if you're living a super healthy life normally, and then like if I were to have Burger King tomorrow, yeah, oh. I might not feel the best, yeah. but the recovery, you know, it's, I think I could enjoy it and just move on. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Now, now I'll share that there's certain things I think I could, I could probably have a sandwich from a place and do just fine. Yeah. If I went to Dairy Queen and tried to have a blizzard, oh, see you my gut no would be Yo. messed up for a Diarrhea. week at <laughs> least. Did you? We we had this place in Ohio. It's called like the Cone. It was like a giant cone. Me and my oh dad my would gosh! Go all the time, yes, and they were called Wizards. Yes, and I used to eat one like once or twice a week, and I just yeah, it's just funny now because that stuff like, and that's with when I went vegetarian years ago. Like people are like, oh, just have bacon, you know, like. And it's not even a restrictive thing. After a while, you don't crave it. That's right. It's not even in your world. Yeah. You know, fast food isn't even in my my universe. So it's like you never crave it. You're just kind of like, 
Yeah, like I might, I would be sick. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Like you'd be like, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I want to encourage everybody uh, check out the Almost Thirty podcast. And where can people find you online? Yeah, so you can follow us on Instagram. We're really active on there at Almost Three Zero Podcast, um, and you can listen to the Almost Thirty podcast on. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. And we have a secret Facebook group where wow, secret tens of thousands of women in there just talking every day about anything and everything, asking for advice, supporting one another, one another laughing. Just it's a really, really beautiful, bright spot on the Internet, I feel like. Um, and we're on tour. So we're touring the world. Um Almost30podcast.com. And you have a list of those places. Tour. Okay. Yeah. yeah so almost it's on the website. Almost30podcast.com slash tour. Yeah. And yeah, we're really excited. We are so passionate about podcasting and it's changed our lives. And we know that there are so many people out there that want to, you know, bring their voice and their message to the airwaves and, and lift people up on there. So we started Your Podcast Pro, um, which is our you know baby it's our a place where people can find resources and courses to help them start grow wow love brand, that market and monetize their podcast so it's it's a passion of ours to help people help people realize that dream I love it. Well, hey, thanks so much. And it's always good having some Midwesterners here. I, I got to do this because I rarely have people from Ohio on here just to see uh, uh, OH. OH, baby. IO. Sorry, IO. There we go. That was it. So, <laughs> all right. Well, hey, thanks so much for being on. Thanks, everybody, for listening in and watching. And uh, we'll be back soon with another show. Thanks, everybody. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Bye-bye. Okay, so if you have a favorite part of this episode, make sure to go to my recent Instagram post and let me know what your favorite part of the show was on the Instagram post. Go there right now. Also, hey, don't forget to follow me, uh, my handle. It's at Dr. Josh Axe on Instagram. I cover the latest health news and natural medicine, talk about everything from essential oils to herbs and spices and how to naturally support your body in healing. Also, do me a big favor. If you loved this podcast, go to iTunes right now and leave a five-star rating. If you loved anything about this show, I so appreciate you being on mission with me to help transform the health of this world. I'll see you next week. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The products and ingredients discussed in this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you believe you may have a medical condition, please consult your doctor. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guests' qualifications or credibility. In some cases, individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein.